Don't you love it? Guys? I love it. It's not podcast, and it's officially Christmas time. It is. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Beth, and I'm hanging out here with. And I'm Greg, and all of the glass in this room is broken from that high note you just hit in our. You're welcome, world. I am really, really grateful for that. Um, we're not alone this time. We have we have a very special guest with us. Even if he doesn't think he's very special, we do. His name is Andre. Hey, Andre. Andre three thousand. Hola. Hola. Um, way to introduce me as like the Eeyore of the crew here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm Andre, everyone. It's just Andre. I'm just going to say, also, I'm joined by uh, Tango here, who's never been in the room since I've recorded, but she's mad because she thinks we're leaving her again. So she's hanging out with us, too. My gosh. And she's so... now wrapped up in a whole ball, so you can't even see her face. No, nope, I could just Aww. see her little doggy butt. I just see butt. Just see butt. That's actually not her butt. That's her chest. That's I just see chest. <laughs> is that what that is? Anyway. <laughs> Well, tell her she has a nice chest, and I tell her it wasn't weird that I said that. Um, I'll tell her. Our big topic today is another Blue Sky Imagineer where we come up with something new for Disney. So all three of us have an idea for replacing Stitch's Great Escape. Before we get into our big topic, and really before we get to know um, Andre, because I want, I think he is worth knowing. Um, and of course, if you're not following him on Instagram and YouTube, we'll get to all his information coming up. But we just um, had Thanksgiving, and I would like to share a little bit of what happened because I've talked about my nieces before a couple of mm-hmm. times on this, and they were outrageous. And I was telling Beth when we were recording our episode for Patreon a little bit before this that they were going wild with Alexa. So our I told you before that our family, my, my family was visiting town, and uh, they were staying at an, at an Airbnb. One of them brought an Alexa. It was like it, Alexa wound up becoming a member of the family on, on our Thanksgiving dinner. And my two nieces, who are six and nine, spent the morning or the afternoon and night just shouting things at Alexa, like loudly, because it's a toy, essentially. Even though it, fun- it has a lot of like smart functions, it's also a toy for kids. And um, they just were being outrageous. They were asking it to play the m- most inappropriate music. And then um, there was a... a like six- what? Like they asked to play the WAP? They didn't I do mean- WAP, but it was mostly like oh just, just rap songs, which, which is fine, but just like obviously they were like, going to have bad language. Alexa. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of that. And um, so they just kept in, kept asking Alexa questions. And my six-year-old niece was the one that would have the most outrageous questions for Alexa. She'd be like, Alexa, say the middle finger word. And we're like, what does that even mean? <laughs> and then later on, she was like, Alexa, are you pregnant? She's six, oh by the God. way. Does she even? I don't even think yeah. she knows what that means. It's out of control. And then I feel like we... They- into what it's like at their house all the time like your poor sister <laughs> yes my right so the whole family so um i uh someone decided it would be fun to go around the table and say what we're all thankful for which we've oh, never gosh. done ever right i'm 30 something years old i've never done that in any of my thanksgivings hmm. so when i got to my six-year-old niece she says hmm. i'm thankful for farting and that was it <laughs> so obviously like, wow you I are had, my child i had never been more proud <laughs> Um, I'm surprised you didn't grab your phone and like hit record as I soon was, as like well, coming ex- up to them. Well, she went out of turn, so I didn't oh, didn't okay. expect it. So hopefully, <laughs> you all had some enjoyable. By the way, I I whooped my nine year old niece in pool. In case anyone else is wondering how the rest of my Thanksgiving went, totally whooped her. She deserved it. So hopefully, you all had so a good glad. Thanksgiving. Andre. Yes, yes, for sure. Was anyone screaming <laughs> at your smart devices about if someone's yeah. pregnant or not? No, but I am thankful for farts. Yes, <laughs> so you can relate to my six-year-old. Farts. 
in, yes. in every different ways. Um, mine was great. We had a good time. I said earlier, Doug and I made way too much mac and cheese, but it ended up being good. We had a good mix of food and stuff. Um, I was going to ask, though, because you were mentioning before, Greg, about this when we were talking in Pat Chat um, about being Italian. Like, everyone's Italian, so they all have to cook something. Yes. And I'm like, you know, I I watch, like, Jersey Shore, right? Okay, I know that's Real like, Italians. Oh my God, that's, yeah. That's not, like, really. I mean, but they had, like, multiple episodes where they have the big family meals where, like, Vinny's mom, F- like, Family dinner on, th- on Sundays, yeah, right? And I'm yeah. Like, Right. And I'm like, okay, so if that's what your family dinner is like, what is Thanksgiving like? Like, I'm <laughs> terrified of how much food that is. This year is a little bit different because people traveled, so they couldn't bring, like, most of their dishes and stuff. Right, but just... I'm like, but if you were home and y'all were having Thanksgiving, is it just, like, in, like, astronomical amount of food that you're like, we're never going to eat all this? Ever? It is a lot of food because, uh, believe it or not, Thanksgiving usually was the, like, not as much cooking as other events because my one aunt would bring in a ton of stuff from the Bronx. Like she would get just all kinds of stuff and then we would, they would like heat it up and stuff. And I'm just, I'm just curious. Cause yeah. It's like, a miracle. I don't weigh 600 pounds. Yeah. I'm like, I can't imagine. Cause like the way that they show it, it was like, you basically have two meals within like a few hours of each other. Yeah. We had but it's like all the same food. We had what was loosely called antipast, which is don't even get me started on whether or not it's called antipasta or antopasto. There's all kinds right. of right. Fine. But Essentially, right. appetizers at two and dinner at like four thirty, which is not enough time in between. Because appetizers I, is a meal, like it's a meal in itself. Yes. Oh my gosh, Andre, so, do you have this experience too? Well, I, I'm in New Jersey, so I know a lot of Italian families, and yes. I've eaten with them, and it's endless appetizers, and then okay, here's dinner. Like, yeah, yeah. And you're <laughs> no. like, what? what do you think? Uh, how many stomachs did I bring with me today? Exactly, <laughs> One. Exactly. And I'm like, can you imagine what the toilets look like? Oh gosh, man. <laughs> The poor, the poor plumbing. Speaking of farts. Speaking uh, of anyway. farts and plumbing, we're here to talk about uh, some Disney stuff. So just a, a quick background on Andre a little bit before we, we dive into our topic. So if you're not already following him on Instagram, he is at Thrills and Magic and also a YouTube channel with the same name at Thrills and Magic. And I do want to talk a little bit about the awesome things you're doing on your uh, YouTube channel. And also, um, I obviously have a question about the aliens. But by the way, like from Toy Story, not like actual aliens coming down. Unless there is something you want to tell us about how you were abducted once. No, no, no. No conspiracy theories or anything like that. Yes. So uh, you're based out of the New Jersey area. And not only do you go to Disney quite a bit, but you're also at some of the local parks there, like the Six Flags there and the semi-nearby Hershey Park. And you're wearing a Hershey Park shirt today, which is funny because I think you're going there later today, right? Possibly. So one of my best friends lives up there. He works for Hershey. Oh, um, cool. And I think he was saying, did they open a new roller coaster recently? This summer, yeah. Okay. Candemonium. Oh, Candemonium. Sounds like an yes. amazing pun. Do they throw Do candy you... at you while you're on it? That'd be nice. I wish. You just open your mouth and hope for the best. <laughs> That's great life <laughs> advice, get, actually. You get a lot of candy when you go to Hershey. Like, do you? will you go to like the store there and get candy? Uh, there's some kinds of candy that are only available like at their factory store that's up there yeah like like, give me one example actual cocoa rather than yeah that's sugar laden i know i'm always jealous because he'll be like sending me photos like oh you know just had a couple of reese's hot off of the like (laughs) assembly line i'm like shut up just get out here (laughs) yeah they sell like specialty cases of ones that are like direct from the factory or factory fresh yeah yeah interesting Mm -hmm. um so I had the distinct pleasure of being 
in a small portion of just one of Andre's many vlogs on his YouTube channel. And this was almost a year ago. Haven't you? It might have been more. I don't know. This is the memorable one. And I obviously brought a little (laughs) clip of it. So if you're wondering what I did to taint Andre's vlogs, uh, this is just a really quick uh, clip of me. This was almost almost a year ago because it was a tour of the holiday decorations. And naturally, I was wearing a Golden Girls shirt. And we were up at the Polynesian, and remember when the Polynesian was fully open? Remember that? And mm-hmm. um, one, they had some uh, gingerbread houses up there, and one of them was like a Beauty and the Beast themed one, and it had an enchanted rose on it. And we were frustrated because you couldn't quite see it the way it was positioned. And of course, I'm wearing a Golden Girl shirt, and one of the characters' name is Rose, right? So that, that led me to this to this little one-liner that I blessed all of um, Andre's watchers and listeners with. So this is just me hanging out with him up at the Polynesian. If you want a real enchanted rose, it's right here, you know, from the girls. If nothing else, you got a nice zoom in on my nipple, so thank you. So I, I assume that was the first time you used the word nipple within your within your vlogs. Yes, you uh, you made history. Made sure. history. But like- by accident, I think when I met up with you for Festival of the Arts, I... Mm-hmm. Uh, might have done the same exact thing and zoomed in on your nip. You were holding the the plate of food like kind of like up like a waiter, like so it was bent up a little so bit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of a bit now. Like every time you're in one of his videos, it has to involve your nipple at some point. Apparently, it's tradition now. It's it's the old uh, nippular tradition. So now you all have something to look forward to. If you want to know what's coming up, maybe in the future of Andre's vlogs, the next time he's here, I'm going to weasel my way into one, and then it will place will play spot the nipple. <laughs> So in addition to, to those where you're, you know, um, that particular one was you going around looking at the holiday decorations. Obviously, you cover a lot of the festivals and stuff, but you're doing something now, which I think is awesome. There are live events that you're streaming and you're doing some drawing. It's Let's Draw Disney, if I if I have the title correct. Yes. Yes. Tell I had us to get away from Animation Academy. Very yes, much it's, copyright. <laughs> it's a little bit used, I think, by Disney. But um, I'm curious to know what got you started on that. By the way, a compliment to you because you have a talent that I'll never have, which is the ability to draw. So, mm-hmm. so thank you for showcasing that. So, just I want to hear a little bit about what led you to do Let's Draw Disney, and I know that you're also doing them to raise some money for some charities and stuff. So, I'm just curious to hear about that. The drawing itself actually just started as a way to entertain people while we were all stuck in quarantine. So, it initially started just sporadically in like March and April, just mm-hmm. to be like, hey, everyone's stuck at home. Let's draw stuff and laugh at our lack of talent. <laughs> and uh, Except for you, you're clearly not laughing at your lack of talent. Way to go. <laughs> um, since I had a surgery, I was kind of stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, quarantine all over again. And as you all know, the cast members had been getting laid off, and mm-hmm. I wish that there was something that I could do. And it's not much, but I've been getting some tips and, and stuff like that out of doing the drawing um on moving it over to youtube from instagram Mm. so just having fun week to week picking a couple of characters based on like anniversaries and special national days and all that stuff yeah and just saying instead of like super chatting me or sending me tips just redirect them over to the cast member pantry yeah cool which is awesome. That cast member pantry has blown up in the best possible way because it was a small little mm-hmm. operation. And then before you know it, Josh Gad is tweeting about how we donated to it. And you're like, how did that happen? Gosh. And actually yeah. made, and actually made it to like a more national level, which is which is awesome. I'm glad that you're they, contributing they to it. Like, uh, 
California chapter or something yeah. like that. Like officially, it's, like they're out there. It's awesome. Yes, it's awesome. Um, even more props to you because he glossed over it. And he's probably not going to want to talk about it, but just keep in mind, Andre's uh, chest was ripped open and they did surgery on him. So despite all of that, he's still out there <laughs> making time and stuff for others in the healing process. And I think that makes you a great human being. So thank you for that. Oh, no problem. Um, but to just clarify, my chest wasn't ripped open. It it's was more dramatic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, had an uh, aortic aneurysm um, or dissection no, officially. That's what serious. it was called. <laughs> I had that in like the first week of October. And mm. I don't know, I get antsy. I want to do stuff. So mm. like as soon as I could, I wanted to find ways to help. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's appreciated. I do want to point out that his room is just full of stuff. I see a Flower and Garden Festival poster, a Pixar Fest. I think I see a pin board. There's some other things. Lots that I... of alien buckets. Yes, and obviously lots of alien buckets. So people who follow you on Instagram know that you are often taking photos with or of your alien popcorn buckets. And that is obviously something that we've talked about before because on one of our live shows, when we had uh, people submit photos for like the Disney flair in their house, we included one of yours and you had your collection of buckets. And... I don't even know if I remember where the alien thing came from, but I do if you even remember how that started. And then is there a point where like there's too much aliens in your life? Is that a th can you, do you think there's a threshold for alien? Wait, hold on. Let's, let's let's pull back here. My first question is because I have a buddy that will ask almost everyone he meets this. Do you believe that aliens are real? Like that's <laughs> a legit, that's a legit question. I'm serious. I don't think it's a fact of believing. I think if you look at the Fermi paradox, the probability is pretty high that they may exist although it, they may not exist at the same time as us because time is like huge and billions of years to overlap with two mm -hmm. advanced civilizations probably not there's probably some sort of bacteria or single cellular organisms out there okay just i need to stop for a second my brain just exploded but i am all here for it i go on to his vlog and talk about my <laughs> nipple he comes on to our podcast and talks about concurrent timelines in space Other and time. Dimensions. <laughs> well, it's it's basically, I guess, how what are the chances with as mm. big as space is, and as long as like humans have been around, we've been in space for what like less than a hundred years of it. Yes. What are the odds that we meet up with each other? Yeah, mm. I get gotcha. you. So mm. the Toy Story aliens. Or are a part of your life. I just want to know how did that how did that start? Where did that come from? Uh, it was nothing more than I really like Toy Story. The aliens bring me some joy. They make me smile. Mm -hmm. So and that's mm -hmm. kind of why I do a lot of things. But they were selling the um, I don't want to call them vanilla, but like the plain clothes, yeah, yeah. Uh, popcorn bucket. And I I bought it at Studios. Was just enjoying carrying it around. Who doesn't like popcorn? And then just as a gag, I took a photo outside of the sci-fi diner where the mm -hmm. car is and put him in front, like held him in front of the driver, uh, the driver's seat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just looked at him and took a photo. And from there, people seem to really connect and enjoy it. Yeah. That I doing it and just I embraced it basically. Yes. Well, good, because yeah. it's basically your brand is in addition to the other oh, yeah. things, the other cool things you do, one of which is, is inserting how the many, alien. How many alien popcorn buckets are there now? Is it just three? It's just three here okay. and then two internationally in Japan. Oh, okay. They're Ooh, slightly different. Have you gotten your hands on those yet? I guess the question is, what are they going for on eBay That's what now? I was going to ask, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they're probably going for like 40 or $50. Oh, that's not terrible. That's like that's not the worst. That's less than I thought it would be honest, because I was uh, talking to Lillian now about the new 
um, the Happy Meal toys. Yes. Because they recalled them already. Did you hear about this? Yes. And not the toy itself. The little card that comes with it. The QR yeah. code, I think, was incorrect. Right. So, like, so you know, now QR all of a sudden, factory. yeah, like now all the original ones have gone up in value. She's like, oh, yeah, they're already selling them for like $80, $90 on eBay. I'm it's like, ridiculous. that is so ridiculous. It's like a dollar toy. They literally so cost great. less than $2 when you buy it by itself, right? Oh, yeah. Insane. Insane. All right. Well, um, we're here to chat about some uh, Blue Sky Imagineer stuff because I think it's cool to, you know, put some thought into what we might want to see in the park, whether or not they'll ever happen. Right. That's kind of what Blue Sky means is we get to come up with ideas, whether or not they're super, super realistic, but like at least have to be rooted in reality. So I thought it would be cool to come up with something that could possibly fit in Tomorrowland and in that area and would be a new attraction. either like an actual ride, a show or a whatever. So that's what we're all going to be talking about. Sure. Who wants to go first? I think we should let Andre go first because he is our guest yeah. of honor. It's all right. So um, full disclosure, I only had about a day to think about this. Yeah, I only asked him yesterday but about this. It is surprisingly difficult to think um, if you want to tie in, say, an IP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What IPs really fit well in Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. especially whatever vibe Tomorrowland has right now. Yes. I'm not sure what to call that vibe. Is it retro futurism or something yeah. like yes. that? That's true. Yeah. Because that new sign and then whatever they did with the uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor sign. So, like, yeah. I don't know what direction they're going in. So, not knowing that and knowing that there's limited space with Stitch and they had, what, two theaters in there? Mm-hmm. So, there's not really that much space to work with. I think that this would be a good opportunity to introduce like a black box style ride okay. where through projection mapping and minimal set changes, they can pretty much put in whatever they want in terms okay. of, um, and I, I've heard rumors that they wanted to do something like this at DCA where they can basically promote whatever the next thing is mm-hmm. and treat it as like um, one promotion to um, some place where they can make small technological um uh, not experiments. What is it like? Test like yeah. A, yeah. a test ground. Yep. Yeah. And being that this is like the first thing that you see when you walk over the Tomorrowland Bridge, like it would make sense because now it must be so strange to walk over the Tomorrowland Bridge and there's no Nothing. attractions until you hit Buzz. Yep. Right. Yeah. You're like, what so is it's this? It's not something it's in actually... particular, but it's like the idea of the black box ride. But while I was also thinking about this stuff, um. There was two random ideas that came up that I just didn't really think about much more. Okay. It would be cool if we could do something that actually featured Walt himself oh. since he was really into futurism and all of that. And that's kind of how he got into Epcot and all of that is that he was kind of moving beyond theme parks in a way and onto the next thing. And I always wondered what the next thing would have been, like the next natural thing. If he did get Epcot, then what was after that? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, I would have loved to have been able to explore that and, like, try to guess at it. And maybe if you could develop, like, a science science fiction future ride where maybe we can go to alternate timelines and maybe Epcot did happen instead of the park itself, hmm. then maybe we could explore that. And then maybe. the idea that came from that boat. was that I wonder what would happen if Mary Poppins being a like immortal being ended up at epcot instead of cherry tree lane and then we could have (laughs) mary poppins in the community of tomorrow at some sort of crazy projection show 
That's a well, lot to then, digest, first of all. That got me thinking, too. Like, what about the whole Walt idea? Because I'm like, you know how they do, they have, like, all this hologram technology now. Yeah, if Whitney like, Houston if, can come back and do a concert. Right, or Tupac. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, you know, that's to be whatever. Yes. But what if they did this whole hologram thing where he's, like, legitimately walking you through, like, whatever. Yeah. But it's, like, a hologram of him. It's interesting oh. your brain went there because I didn't – this is not my example that I'm going to be using, but I thought it would be cool to use that space and kind of like an like the Epcot experience over in Epcot where it's more yeah. like a showcase kind of thing. But instead of it being Epcot, it would be a more fleshed out, more in-depth look at his Epcot because we know the model is up above and the um, along the people mover yeah. rip for now. And uh, I thought it'd be cool to have Walt be host of that and walk us through that and get a little more like of a of an exhibit than an attraction, so to speak, or like that blend of infotainment that I thought would be interesting. I ultimately didn't go with it because um, I got a weird look from Nicole, my wife, when I was telling her about it. She's like, don't do that. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll pick something else. But um, I thought it would be cool to get a little more in-depth and, and stuff. I don't know what the mass appeal, like I'd be a little bit curious about what the mass appeal would that would be in because I think for a bunch of Disney nerds like us, I would be interested in that. Right. Um, but I, I don't, think it would I don't more know. so be just the technology being used yeah. to but do if, it, right? If you have because an attraction like, where Walt is talking like and it looks like yeah. he's moving around, people would probably go see that. Yeah, for sure. You, was okay. that you know you said you had two random ideas was that both of them rolled into one or was that just one random yeah idea? i, I kind of just segued one into the other the thing that i had um kind of hesitated about was how much of this steps on epcot's mm-hmm. toes mm-hmm. yeah you know because they're kind of like the infotainment place yes but right. tomorrowland feels like a natural fit for some things that would overlap so i don't yeah. know yeah yeah. And also, how how much disrespect would it be to bring Walt back? I thought about that too. Yeah, no, um, there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, there was this one. Um, uh, I think it's called Man in Space on Disney Plus. Okay, that goes into like rocket travel and and like treating that like the 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 next frontier. Like it felt like it was going to happen like right after the facts. Like once the West was done, like okay, rockets, everybody strap in, we're going to Mars. Like um definitely watch that there's a lot a lot of uh inspiration to pull from there into that could feed into that retro futuristic vibe to right. tomorrow um the warped sense of humor in me kind of wants to see what would happen if they brought back like a hologram or introduced a hologram of walt or made him a, a, a audio animatronic just to see how far off the handle abigail disney would fly now whether you agree with what she says or not She's very opinionated on things, and, and that's fine. That's yeah. her right, I guess you could say, as a Disney. But I would be really curious to see what she would say because she basically hates Disney. So um, I am in, am intrigued by your black box mm-hmm. attraction idea because I think that that's eventually going to happen regardless of whether it happens in the Stitch area or wherever. And I think there was talk of it happening in the um, what eventually became the Lightning McQueen attraction over in yeah. Hollywood Studios. Cause that kind of makes sense because it just makes it like a, a plug and play kind of thing you can kind of switch right. it up and put in whatever you want and i think as long as it's done correctly it probably could be pretty cool yeah so beth do you want to go next what do you got oh my gosh i feel like mine's gonna be so childish compared to that like well, my brain no... is still trying to process <laughs> here we go everyone um okay so i decided that i think it would be fun to do an inside out themed attraction okay i'm listening I know that's not super futuristic, but I feel like this could still work in this space. 
Um, so, cause I was kind of thinking of like, what does the space look like that they have now? Like the type of technology that they've used in this place before, right? Where it's like the circular room, mm-hmm. um, and they have different things going on at the seats, which first, let me preface this with Doug was like, well, you know what I would say? And I'm like, what? Cause we were trying to think of ideas. And he's like, I would bring back alien encounter. Like, <laughs> I don't know why they got rid of it. He's so mad about it. Oh so my he was gosh. Like, he's, he's a, he like, might be alone on that. Yeah. He's like, I, I, that's what I would bring back. Okay. That's my, that's my input. <laughs> so um so anyway so then we were talking about doing inside out themed attraction the objective basically would be like kind of how the movie is like to keep sadness from taking over the control center of the brain um pulling riley like into this like utter despair you know a big life change and things like that Mm -hmm. so i said like the room would typically remain the same where it's that circular room um there'd be action going on in the middle of the room where everybody could see but there would also be characters like behind people so you could sit in different parts of the room and have a different experience every time because there's different characters um, you know, cause there's like sadness and there's joy and there's, um, anger and what's the like anxiety one or whatever. So you have all those different like people that are part of this experience okay. and each of them would have like the dialogue would just be this whole experience of like, you know, um, the scene where they're all trying to take over like the, the control, like center in the desk and mm-hmm. they're all trying to like make this. So it would be sort of like that in my mind. Okay. Cause it, obviously it has to be like this beginning to end kind of experience. So you'd get, you'd be getting like stuff from each character and it would be funny and all that kind of thing. I also thought it would be more of a 4d experience because it would be like, well, when anger's talking and anger gets really mad, you could feel heat coming from, yeah. from him. And then like maybe when sadness is in the mix, you would feel cold air coming from her um, stuff like that. And then obviously when there's like crying, like maybe when sadness is crying or whatever, you, like they would you feel her water tears. <laughs> you'd feel her tears so i thought it'd be cool to do that too i think it, um, in that scenario it'd be fun to explain to your kids mom mom what's hitting me oh that sadness is tears <laughs> like yeah. okay yeah <laughs> um so basically you end up like the idea would be you end up going through all the different emotions right because they're all fighting for whatever it is yeah um and and then i also said that like bing bong would make an appearance so like bing bong would crash the scene maybe and that would be like the rumble underneath your seats that you're feeling because bing bong is like coming in so I feel like they can incorporate a lot of different things with that. Like, I just feel like it could be this crazy experience. Yeah, um, I'm on board with it. And, yeah. And then um, the last thing that I said, though, was that it would also be um, available to do a holiday layover. Oh. So I would say the memory part would be changed based around like Christmas. So you could incorporate Santa or whatever in that type of experience and change it out to make it a holiday thing. I like that. Because I feel like we don't have enough things that have holiday layovers. Yeah, um, or they... You know, for the very merry, they did like red and green lights inside Space Mountain, which is, I mean, fun, right. but like it's not really a holiday layover. It's just yeah. lighting changing. No, because, you know, the whole idea is she's having all these memories and then she's losing memories or whatever. So I feel like you could just change that up. Like, change the memories to be like, holiday memories. You know, like, kind of like what Andre was saying, like you could use the technology to do make it however you want it to. Yes. Um, and then obviously you would maybe just change the dialogue up a little bit, but. I just thought it would be fun because you'd be bringing all these characters into it. Obviously, you could um, move that character meet and greet because I don't think that where they do the meet and greet really fits where it is. Because they're like in the middle of Epcot or whatever. And it's like, yeah. well, there's like nothing else inside out over here. Like it makes zero <laughs> sense to me. Well, right now, um, Joy is running around near the Imagination Pavilion, which actually right, like, that fits loosely because I guess imagination is inside imagination. the brain. And, yeah. yeah. But even like the Wreck-It Ralph, I'm like... I remember getting off the ride for the first time being like, what? 
Wicket Ralph in yes. here? Yes, it looks cool. It just it is an odd place for it. Very cool. But anyway, so I feel like that could be a new place for you to have a meet and greet, um, and then you could even do other characters if you wanted to, like, because I'm like, I know we have joy and stuff, but I mean, you would think that Bing Bong would be a huge pull yes. for a meet and greet. So I would like to meet okay. Anger, but I want like the flames on his head to actually be like, yeah. Like a like real, like projected, yeah, like a screen where yeah. it looks like it's real fire. I think that would look cool. Yeah. They could figure it out. I mean, Lewis Black in a Disney attraction? Come on. Yes. Oh, um, what the world means. Because my original <laughs> thought was like, what if we did something with the child from The Mandalorian because of the way that they've done things in there before? I'm like, I feel like you could easily do something with him, but I'm like, there's just way too much Star Wars stuff over in Hollywood Studios anyway. Yeah, like, it would, it's, it would it belong over there. Way too, way too replaced. Um, that was rumored to be a meet and greet, I remember, like group was yeah they're gonna do like a mini mm. one mini yeah. animatronic in preparation for season two coming up yeah did not happen people would line up for that that would be that would that would have been the biggest thing when anna and elsa first had their meet and greets and their wait times would be like six hours over in the fairytale yeah. princess hall in uh magic yeah. kingdom i would assume the the baby yoda stuff would be i'm sorry the child i know he has a name i haven't watched don't say anything okay i haven't i don't i'm not going to start the season until all episodes are out because i can't wait in between okay. my brain yeah, doesn't well, work well, that I, I literally won't remember what happened last week unless i watch it because i'm a child you haven't read anything though have you like no i don't i actually really don't plug myself into anything um tv related because i yeah. don't like things spoiled and i don't watch everything on time so Good. oh speaking of uh spoil spoilers mm-hmm. um Beth, the baking yeah. show yeah, he was I mad know, at I'm you like, for ruining, <laughs> potentially no. ruining. I, I got I scared. It. I got nervous. I started reaching for the dial. I was like, no. <laughs> you thought I was going to say something? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I learned my lesson the first time. Well, okay, what episode are you on? Are you caught up yet? I'm caught up now. Oh, okay. Okay. The I finally British got caught Baking Show. I watched a lot of that, like, yeah. meaning nine seasons of it while I was recovering. At From your chest being room. ripped open, yes. It's yes. so great. It's so great. Good deal, then. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers on here. And if we do, we at least preface. We're like, okay, spoiler coming. Turn it down if you whatever. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was my idea, Greg. Now it's your turn. I like your inside out uh, deal because um, I think that there should be a little more inside out inclusion. And um, I really need to brush up on my inside out um, because I I watched it once, literally just the one time. And I really don't remember a lot about it. And, you know, I'm sure I mentioned in the past about how when I watch a movie, I I literally don't remember it. Here's a mm. something I shouldn't admit. Over the last month, I just rewatched all 23 Marvel movies, and um, well, of like the, you know, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe ones, yeah. where like not the old X Men ones, but like the new yeah. from Iron Man through uh, the most recent Spider Man. And mm-hmm. um, there was I, <laughs> I basically was watching everything for the first time, even though I'd seen all of them before, because I literally don't remember <laughs> movies. So um, that said. I, just, I would love to like quiz you after you watch a movie. You know, just that, to see what you remember. I don't yeah. know. What, most of the time I'm thinking like, wow, they really, those extras are really committing in the background. That's literally what I'm thinking when I'm watching a movie. And that's terrible. That's what, why does my mind go? You to like that? zero in on like yes. very random particular things. The whole time I'm thinking like, wow, I wonder how many cars they had to get look like they were from the seventies. How did that, how much did that cost? Cause like they're really committing oh to making this look like this is from the seventies. That's le- legitimately what I'm thinking this whole time. And then I, then I forget that like there's an actual plot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, even though uh, probably a lot of that's now computer generated, but the point is, is that I most uh, mostly am focusing on the set. So um, I realized that I hated Alien Encounter in the sorry to upset your husband, Beth. Um, 
Mostly because I was scared. That was a terrifying attraction for a child that an alien escaped is breathing down your neck. Literally, I mean, they for those of you that didn't get to do it or if you don't remember, they would like you'd feel some air hit your neck. And that was the alien is behind you, scaring you and it's going to eat you because you're a child and it's a big alien. I feel like if it wasn't in Magic Kingdom, it probably would have done better. Could but it's be. like, yeah, everyone yeah. kind of has this like idea that Magic Kingdom is like the sweet and nice and like there's nothing like dangerous. Kind of scary. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing dangerous there. But you can go to Hollywood Studios and they had that alien part in the great movie ride and no one said anything about that. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm with you on that. If it was in a different area, I think it would be yeah. like Hollywood Studios for sure. Because I'm like, well, this is a cinematic park, right? Like this yeah. is a part of like horror films and scary movies are part of the cinematic world. So like, here's a little something. So I don't know. I'm but, with you. That makes sense. Yeah. I also didn't like Stitch's Great Escape, but I don't hate aliens. And I especially don't hate Stitch. So I actually want to keep Stitch here. Okay. And this is not heavily influenced by my wife, who's a big Stitch fan. It just happens to be that I, I think it would be cool to keep Stitch here. He already has his, his current um, surprise and delight meet and greet where he's on the Galaxy Theater stage over there where he's currently in his little Santa outfit. Right. Because, you know, holidays. So um, the storyline here would be the Galaxy Defense Industries, the one who ultimately did the experiment that is Stitch. Mm-hmm. Um, they're working on a new time travel device. And somehow Stitch finds out, gets his hands on it. And obviously with Stitch, there's a glitch. You know, there's a movie okay. called, uh, you know, Stitch has a glitch. Anyway, I think it's Stitch 2, Stitch, Stitch has a glitch. Not an expert on these things, okay? There's there's like a whole Stitch cinematic universe. Do you know? So, in doing just as a quick aside, in doing some research, yeah. So it turns out that the experiment numbers from this Galaxy Defense Industries, um, the leading number in the experiment number tells you what type of experiment they were supposed to be. Stitches six twenty six and the six hundred series are supposed to be mostly defense experiments, Mm -hmm. whereas the other ones are others. And I, as I'm reading this, I'm like, who thought to Put all this together and then make a website about it. It was really what I was oh wondering. My gosh. But it was it was Andre. <laughs> it could have been. Did I offend you? I'm so sorry. So and I get it. And like I, you know, I'm not judging the. It's just like, wow. I I don't. This is way too much. Okay. So in this storyline, Stitch finds this uh, time traveling device and um, inserts himself into it and winds up messing a, a few things up. So um, the name of it is Stitch in Time. The the name of the attraction. And uh, I do want to keep the kind of theater style that used to be over in Tomorrowland with the, uh, I don't even know what it was before. It was the timekeeper with Robin Williams doing the voice for that, the, uh, the with the nine eye flying thing where he kind of went into like the steampunk history, future yeah. stuff and not future, but, um, and then similar to like how the Canada show is where it's the 360 degree theater over in Epcot. So I want a 360 degree theater, which I think lends itself well to how, the room is kind of like circular now. Um, but I also want it to be 3D because I want it to be like things are popping out at me. And I don't really know how whoops, how um, 3D stuff would look with a 360 degree theater. But I'm not a real Imagineer. They can figure I'll let the nerds figure it out. Okay. Um, I also think it would be kind of cool um, because I really think how the Epcot experience is over in Epcot. Like that is really well done with like the 360 screens, I think. It just looks really awesome, and I want them to do that and have it be as immersive as that just here in Magic Kingdom. So we'd be following um, footage of Stitch skipping through time, so going backwards and forwards. I'd be interested to see how the uh, forwards would be. But what I think would be cool about going backwards is that because Stitch is now time traveling, I think it would be cool to have actual footage of 
like real life history moments, but now stitches in it. So like the first time, you know, man landed on the moon, stitches just like walking in the background and doing stuff. Cause he like bopped himself into that scene. Um, he is the Yeti. He's the Yeti. Yes. He's, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's like, yes. in the, he's like behind the thing. Yes. Like how that. About, how about the real life time when he uh, TP'd the castle? Let's, yes. Let's talk. Well, about that's what I was thinking is, and uh, also dance with like high school musical. Yes. So don't get ahead of me. So that's what I was thinking is him getting inserted, inserting himself into actual real life, like world history events or galaxy history events, whatever you want to say, as well as more local things like showing him actually TPing, toilet papering um, Cinderella Castle for that one time when everyone hated it um, or him being inserted into other Disney intellectual property like being in High School Musical or in other movies and yeah. scenes which would be so cool because like stitch doesn't belong in those things i also think right. it would be cool to show um or to kind of create this idea that stitch is actually the reason because he time traveled and he altered whatever don't get on me about the mm -hmm. fibers of time okay i don't understand it but let's just <laughs> say that some things in history are the way they are because stitch went back in time so like the way that stonehenge wound up being is because stitch was there and he did some things to it or he's the reason the tower is leaning of the leaning tower in Pisa or other things like that. Or um, when the uh, when what's his face was painting Mona Lisa, um, the little smirk that she has on her face that's debated. Yeah. She's actually spotting Stitch in the background because he literally just bopped out of nowhere and then disappeared. Yeah. And that's why she looks the way she does. So it's things like that throughout time that are actually affected by Stitch time traveling i also think it would be cool if he wound up at an elvis concert because he is elvis stitch yeah, in the original yeah. elvis stitch mo and stitch movie lilo and stitch yeah. and he does his elvis costume when it's like the halloween party and stuff so a little nod to some elvis stuff um, i just think it would be cool for him to be there the day that magic kingdom opened in the background because he wound up being in magic kingdom so the idea is that we're watching stitch in some history stuff and also he can flash forward in the future i do want it to be 4d just like you mentioned, Beth, about some like yeah. elements coming at you. Same thing like with Philhar Magic and Muppets 3D, where there'd be scent effects, water effects, et mm -hmm. cetera. Um, yeah. One thing I think would be cool about this, because I'm I'm kind of focused on rewritability if I ever come up with a new attraction. Yeah. And one thing I like about the, I guess, the newest version of the Star Tours attraction over at Hollywood Studios is the adventure isn't always the same, right? I mean, like, it's right. going to be similar reminding me i forgot something about mine so i'm gonna come back to okay. it okay so that's what i want to keep in in mind here and i think it would be cool if the clips of him time traveling are um randomized and are pulled from a yes. bank of scenes so that they are not always the same i mean they have to be have some key anchor scenes that like you know progress the story but um the ones in between can be randomized so that when you go you'll be potentially seated in a different spot or standing in a different spot right. but also the scenes themselves could be different with different 40 oh. effects and to me oh. that makes it a little bit more future proof in that you know it's not a one and done it's a let's do this a couple of times kind of thing yeah cool nice so yeah, stitching time yeah i totally forgot that part of what i i i got nervous looking at my notes okay <laughs> but i was like i wanted to have audience participation so i was like they're basically the idea would be that you would be asked like, what should we do? And then yeah. there would be options. So you would have like three or four buttons that you would hit. And then based on what the majority of the room hits, that's the outcome that happens in the end. So like it could change, like yes. so it would be different, whatever. So if more people say like, let's see what sadness does or whatever, 
that would be like a different outcome than like what joy would do or anger or whatever. Yeah. I think that's cool. I mean, I feel like the majority it would happen probably the same way the majority of the time, but I was like, but it would be like a audience participation. It could be a different ride every time. Yeah. I like it. I'm a big fan yeah. of audience participation. It's why I like some, trying to submit jokes for the laugh floor. That's um, right. Cause you can text in your that's jokes. Right. They've never used mine and I've sent in appropriate and inappropriate ones, but maybe they blocked me when I sent the inappropriate yeah. one. But um, I did forget one thing because I didn't jot it down, but I was talking to Nicole this yeah. morning while I was making my breakfast, uh, eggs and sausage, in case you're wondering. And um, <laughs> I think it would be cool to have some audience audience participation during the queue. So you know how you can text in a joke for Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor? Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool if you could, while you're in the queue, on the queue, in the queue, online, when you're waiting for the attraction, um, you can submit either a photo or a video, right? And then um, through the magic of Disney, by the time you're on the attraction and they'll know you're on it because you're a magic band, um, when they're floating through history, they'll include briefly, if it's a picture or a little bit more, if it's a video, I mean like two seconds of it, yeah. um, of one of the submitted photos of the people waiting in line and stitches in the background of your photo. Because like through the yes. um, photo pass technology of them doing magic shots, I'm sure it's easy yeah. enough to do. Um, they just have to obviously have someone sit there and take these incoming yeah. pictures and or stuff. they but- could even do it like when you're exiting the attraction. Like yes. have them... Have them flashing up yes. when you're exiting the attraction. Yeah, like at the end of, uh, what is that big thing? Uh, Spaceship Earth, um, where your picture is done. Um, I'm making really all kinds of background sounds. I know, I hear that. That back scratcher. Um, it's gone you know, wild. Maybe maybe when Disney listens to our podcast, because we know they do, um, they'll call you, Greg. That was really good. They'll call These me. They'll, really good ideas. they'll rehire me. They'll regret letting me go. And they'll be That's like, right. hey, you actually aren't a bum. And we'll give you some work. So, so like, forget about DVC. We want you to be an Imagineer. Yeah. And you're like, right. I guess. Oh, I have exactly. to go to school and be and actually be educated on how to build things. Oh, I can't do that. Sorry. I can't no, can't help you, Disney. Not an engineer. <laughs> not I an mean, engineer. Uh, somebody needs to take Joe Rhodes' spot, right? Yeah, right? I can wear big earrings. That's the only qualification, I believe, right? Is to have you my ear sag. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I could, I could pull it hair. off. You don't pull off a big old. Don't ring. doubt me, Andre. You're a guest on my podcast. Um, <laughs> So before we let you go, Andre, I do want to uh, throw you into our Fast Pass facts. So here's something different. Okay. <laughs> before we started recording, I ran it by our guest because typically I forget and it will be recording. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot to ask if it's cool if we could throw some rapid fire questions at you. So this time I made sure that I did it ahead of time or at least before we started recording. Right um, before and of course, the say again. <laughs> Right before he hit record. Literally, like my <laughs> foot, my hand was on the record button. And this time, roll. That's how we roll. This time I did ask, and Andre basically said, no, he doesn't want to do it. So we're forcing him to do it That's right. on today's uh, episode. Um, and I'm joking, he didn't really say he didn't want to do it. But um, I think it's interesting because people wind up learning a couple of things about you. So now it's time for some Fast Pass Facts. Fast Pass Facts, they're fast. <laughs> Perfect, okay. All right. Uh, Beth, All right. you want to go first? Cool. Sure. What is your favorite Disney movie? Mary Poppins. Oh, Ooh. I could have guessed that when you talked about Mary Poppins being a primordial being earlier. Yes, that's mm. right. <laughs> Immortal being. Or whatever. Um, <laughs> your favorite spot to zen out at Disney? Um, what's it called right off of Main Street? Uh, Center Street. Mm. Center Street. It's a great mm, answer. That's a good spot. Um, let's see, your favorite quick service restaurant? Uh, either uh, Satuli or Flame Tree Barbecue. Oh, both good. at AK. Yeah. Yes. Your... That view at, at Flame Tree is something else. Yeah. Overlooking the water. Eight, the proof of light was. Yes. Whew. 
All right, Andre, your favorite Disney character. Um, besides the alien? Yes. Um, hmm. This is difficult. I mean, All right, just going Mary with Poppins? the first thing that came uh, to my mind right now. Uh, it's either Mary Poppins or maybe actually if or is it just Disney or that or does it the, encompass Marvel? The full uh, library the of things. Yeah, everything yeah. that they own. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's even worse now <laughs> um, because I'm looking at it right now. Let's just say Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Okay, okay. that's a good one. Um, a Halloween party or Christmas party? It's close, but Halloween just edges it out. Okay, I'm with you. Cool. Cool. Your favorite Epcot festival? A uh, tie between farts and flower and garden. Correct. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Greg's like, correct. Uh, what is your favorite? Oh, that's favorite... right. There's correct answers yes. here. That's right. There is. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite Disney attraction? Expedition Everest. Mm -hmm. cool. Oh, okay. You really like Animal Kingdom. Okay, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm get Yeah, feeling the vibe here. So, uh, mm -hmm. our, so our last question for Fast Pass Facts. Your favorite mode of Disney transportation? Skyliner. Yes. That's a good one. I like it. All I was right. just on the Skyliner yesterday, just rolling around over uh, between Riviera and Epcot, trying to get some photos of Ratatouille. Oh, Can that's right. Do you guys think that'll open like? Oh, I don't know. They said they did. Early they did announce 2021. Um, I don't think they gave a, a time frame, but the fact that maybe the sign is up is a good thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean. I well, feel they, like they, they, they kind of have to. Like. Been ready to go yeah. for a little while. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't as know. Far what as far like the this, electrical but... and that whole stuff, they need something post uh, the holidays to get. Yeah. I think that's what it'll be. It... Well, and I want to say that Doug mentioned to me too that um, they're saying that uh, what you call it? Oh my gosh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That, Tron. No, that Tron might not even be open now until 2022. I really. Well, don't, I don't know much about it yeah. to be honest. What changed? With you. He said he read some article that they were like, now it's like being rolled. I don't know. So I don't well, know. there was a little bit of downtime where, I mean, there wasn't any construction going on on any project for a little while there. And I, and I don't know. I don't really, obviously they don't, they don't, they don't call into our yeah. show to let us know their budgetary no. items as to yeah, what yeah. money they were spending um, <laughs> during uh, the shutdown and stuff. But I know that I do know that a lot of the construction stopped. And then even when the stuff started to reopen, not, not everything started up either at the same intensity or at all. In general, not just a Tron, just like property wide. You yeah. never really know. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah. I feel yeah, like time's sure. flying by. Thanks for uh, for being willing to go last minute on coming up with a brand new attraction in, in Tomorrowland. That's so right. if you're not already following Andre, he is on, again, on Instagram at Thrills and Magic and YouTube. Same thing, Thrills and Magic. What can we expect coming up on your YouTube channel? Just some more local stuff. I am working on a video um, that's a little different format, not a vlog. Okay. I wanted to, uh, this came from a conversation that I had with some friends. Like if you could go back in any time in the history of the parks and visit at that particular year, what do most people say? Oh, opening day of Disneyland, 1955. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to make a video. What was it actually like? Like, mm -hmm. like sit down, do the research. These stores were open. This is, it was run differently because they actually use outside vendors to to do all of that and and staff all of that and so like maybe the f i'll cover from like 55 to like when things really started changing which was 59 because that's when like the monorail matterhorn mm -hmm. and subs all opened so like yeah. maybe cover like oh well that bra store that everybody has a giggle at was only <laughs> open for like three months yeah <laughs> yeah 
That's really interesting because uh, for whatever reason, Nicole and I were just talking about like how was Disney in the early, early, early days. So especially when Disneyland opened, where mm-hmm. people walking around smoking cigarettes, like was that a thing? You know, mm-hmm. like safety was exactly. obviously different back then. Um, I'm sure like the safety yeah. restraints on the rides were barely the, there. Yeah, uh, Tomorrowland Speedway, the uh, Autopia. Yeah. Didn't have the the guide rails. Oh boy, all. Yeah. there were there were kids figuring out how to go, you know, make a, pop a quick U turn and go yes. the other way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so I am now looking forward to that. So obviously, let us yeah. know uh, when that really when cool. that happens. We'll let everyone know here. So that, yeah. rather than Google it, I'll just have you do all the work and then I'll watch your your video. So thank you, thank you ahead of time for that. <laughs> Save you a little search. <laughs> yes. Save a search. Yes. Uh, so look out for that and more over on Andre's channels. Again, thank you for hanging out with us and spending some time uh, with us today. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys so, so much. All righty. Before we get into our history, I don't have any news nuggets. Do you have any news nuggets today? No, I did look up some stuff. There wasn't really much going on. I mean, I think because it was the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. So I did hear that a couple of their parks reached capacity, which was like a big deal for them over the uh, just because of this year. So yeah. I think uh, at least Magic Kingdom, I know I'd hit some record numbers for the year. Yep over the holiday weekend so good, good. For them. not good necessarily for the pandemic but good for crowds because yeah. the more people that come the more people that travel the more likely i'm to get a job okay so yeah, um sure. before we get into our history and of course we have a quote to uh, end our episode as always you may have missed the black friday deals happening at world traveler trading co but don't worry you can still save some money of course we're always talking about the key fobs there I even got uh, nicole hooked on it she has one of my spare key fobs now there's much more <laughs> than the key fobs there over at world traveler trading co but mm-hmm. i love it because i have my santa mickey one and i'm feeling mm-hmm. in in the mood in the christmas spirit because it is like it's been unofficially christmas time but now it's like yeah now no official. one can complain that there, there's Christmas music like on the radio. Black Friday, Black Friday on, you know. It's like the official <laughs> thumbs up for Christmas. Yeah, I wish we would call it Red Friday or Green Friday, you know. Um, <laughs> you can use our code, our secret coupon code, That Park Life. That Park Life. Uh, link to the shop in the episode description. So you have it nice and easy. Even though we talked about time travel somehow a couple of times in this episode, let's continue to go yeah. back in time and do some Disney history. Um, I'll kick us off. Okay. I'll take us back to 2009, a mere 11 years ago, when on this day in 2009, Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campgrounds here at Disney World began offering sleigh rides. They don't do them now, but this was first back then. Yeah. Um, This was obviously around their property, which spans about 700 acres, and they were offering sleigh rides. That's very interesting. I wonder what that looked like. It is interesting. Have we, found, have we found any photos of this? No, I decided I'm going to save it, and then I'm going to post a photo of whatever okay. I can find the day this episode yeah. releases. So keep an eye on our on our Instagram if you're curious what sleigh rides at Fort Wilderness look like. I'll probably put it in the story of our Instagram so you all can see it. They don't do it now, and I don't think, even if they were doing it pre-pandemic, it's just probably never going to happen again. Yeah. Um, I also want to point out that you spoke through my favorite part of the music, but that's okay. We're going to move on. Um <laughs> gonna play it so you can't talk oh okay i think that's why when i start i wait <laughs> i'm always like just wait a minute and you're like okay we're getting to it um i'm going back to 2004 and this is when mickey's jingle jungle parade a special holiday season parade debuted at walt disney world's animal kingdom and i have never seen this parade live but i did watch some youtube videos on it and um i think we have a sound clip from it we do um the um, the floats are actually really cool. There, it's a lot of um, like Lion King on Broadway esque type floats. Yeah. 
Um, but I thought it was a cool parade. It looks like it's a smaller uh, part where they actually have the parade. Mm-hmm. Like you can only stand really on one where this person was standing. There was, it can only be seen from one side of the road, okay. basically. But um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So let's it's got, like the Fab Five, and they're all in like Christmas stuff. And it looked like there were also um, some regular like guests on some of the floats, like honorary uh, parade guests. Yeah. Kind of thing? Yeah. There was quite a, there was like a few floats that were like that. So I don't know how you would get chosen for those, but wanted to um, give you guys a little sound clip. Yeah. So if you're wondering what the jingle, jingle, jungle, jungle, jingle, jangle, jungle, jungle, (laughs) jumbo. All I could think of with jingle, jangle was the show Riverdale because it's a, it's a drug on on the show. It's called, it's called jingle, jangle. So Doug and I, every time we hear jingle, jangle, it's like, oh, cause it's a drug. Uh, But anyways, this is called the jingle jungle. Yes. So here's a little bit of that. That girl is like getting it. She was going for it. I don't remember hearing that when I was watching the <laughs> video, but that cracks me up. That was the very end of the uh, the, the parade. Mm. You go, girl. It's a jingle jangle jungle. <laughs> anyway, um, that's our history. I have a quote uh, to end our episode. As always, make sure you're following us on Instagram at that park life podcast, or my personal account is at the Disney Greg. Or you can follow me at the Healthy Hot Mess. Um, I'll be in the parks quite a bit this week. Um, I have family in town, so we're going, and we're basically maxing out our passes before the takeaway or cast member pass entry for the park mm-hmm. and um as the uh, as this episode is released i'll be finishing up my stay at disney's fort wilderness campground we're staying at yeah. a cabin there so if you're curious you about cabin reba? life we do take reba that is the cabins there fort wilderness are a uh, pet friendly area so you get to take we get to take our our pup with us into the cabin itself which is awesome i'm um, secretly wondering if they have any kind of christmas stuff in there when you go so you have to let me know well, the reason why we're going this time of year is that the guests of the resort just go all out with their campers, right? Yeah, so they yes. go all out for Halloween and they go all out for Christmas. They bring their big lawn inflatables, Christmas lights, you name it. So um, Monday night when we're there, we're going to drive around and just look at all of the Christmas stuff. Cool, and we're cool. very excited about it. Um, also this week, the first batch of Magicrams that were sent out should be hitting uh, a mailbox near you if, if someone... <laughs> Um, did pick you to send a, a magicram. So if you if you don't remember, if you're new to us, um, it is a nice, easy, and free way for you to spread some magic, to send a little pixie dust to someone you know who could use a little pick-me-up. I think we've all got probably something that we're dealing with right now. If it's not COVID-related, I'm sure it's something else. And it's a nice way for uh, you to bring Disney to someone that maybe had a trip planned or can't travel right now, and you can do it for free. So just go to thatparkleftpodcast.com, click on the Send a Magic Gram, and give us some information so we can personalize it, and they'll get a That Park Life Podcast Magicram sent their way. And if you do get one and you're at your mailbox, you can picture Greg going, one for you, Glenn Coco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, again, I'm really sorry if you can hear Tango snoring because it's gotten really loud now, and I'm like, can y'all hear that? No. It's ridiculous. I don't hear it. But she's she's really getting it over here in this, in this chair. <laughs> I guess um, we bore her with our podcast. All right, a quote to end our podcast as we usually do. This one comes from an animated classic, Alice in Wonderland. 
And your quote for this week is, if you don't know where you want to go, then it doesn't matter which path you take. That's very true. And that's my life right now because I have no idea what, what the hell I want to do with my life. But I guess it doesn't really, ultimately what they're telling me is it doesn't matter. Just do whatever you want. That's my, <laughs> that's my take from this. Go to the park. Do the thing. Yes. Go to the parks as much as you can and spend money on resort reservations. All right. Thanks for hanging out with uh, with us, everybody. Again, shout out to Andre. Go follow him. His information's in the yes. episode description. Bye, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs>